Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Hey, it's Monique. I hope all is well. Thank you so much for tuning into the Brown Vegan Podcast, which is actually the first podcast episode for the year. So I'm super excited to be back finally. And I am really working on getting on a better schedule so that I can bring you guys more content here so that you can um, connect with me and answer. I can answer some of your questions and just share some of my experiences with feeding my family vegan meals and just this vegan lifestyle overall. Um, I've been a vegan since 2010 and I took my family along on this journey because I did not want to make so <laughs> multiple meals. I didn't have time to do that and I didn't really want to do that. So I just want to come on and answer a question that I received in my inbox. This is actually a really, really good question. And uh, if you have any questions that you want me to answer, make sure that you send me an email at Monique at brownvegan.com and I will try to answer your question if you have it um, pertaining to going vegan with your family. So this question I want to answer is about getting your pantry ready to start your vegan journey, which is really an awesome question because I remember when I first started this journey, um, a lot of the recipes that I would come across felt like they had so many exotic ingredients and it just, you know, seemed really expensive to do a lot of the things that I was seeing online that I really, you know, it didn't really make me the most confident about it because we're a family of five and, you know, how it can, expensive it can be when you are trying to go grocery shopping when you're not vegan. So just imagine sometimes it can be a little, you know, a different experience. It doesn't necessarily have to be expensive, just different as far as finding ingredients. So let me go ahead and read this question for you. She says, hi, Monique. I love how you cook. I've been looking at so many different resources and yours is actually doable. I really enjoy watching how you create a dish with a few simple ingredients. My main question is, how do you prepare? How do I get my pantry ready? I just need to know a starting point with how much to purchase for items like rice, flour and seasonings. And what are some good starter items for my pantry? Thank you. Okay, so that's an awesome, awesome, awesome question. And I wanted to just quickly go over some things that are in my pantry, things that I always keep on hand. Don't feel like you have to memorize any of this. I'll go ahead and type up a PDF to put on my blog, brownvegan.com, so that you can download it. It's like a starter, kind of like a starter uh, spice and pantry ingredient, so you don't have to worry about memorizing all of this. But I want to start off by saying that I always try to use as many everyday ingredients as I can when I do my cooking. And it wasn't always like this. When I first started, like I said, I would see so many, you know, exotic ingredients and so many different types of things that I wasn't accustomed to. But I really wanted to make this journey work for our family. So I just was willing to, to do anything it took to kind of test the waters. And um, these days, I feel like a lot of the ingredients I use are very typical, you know, stuff that you probably already have in your pantry, which just makes this journey that much easier. Um, so I want to start with the spices and some of the things that I have. What I did right before I came on to record this podcast, I went in my kitchen and just went through the, the went through the cabinet just to see what I use the most. 
The great thing is I have two shelves that I have in the kitchen um, in the cabinet that I use. The bottom shelf is where I put like the most frequently used um, items as far as spices. And then the one right above it is where I put things that I use, but not as often. And it just keeps it more organized and great for me. So it was just really easy for me to go in the kitchen just now and, and uh, go through a list. So just the main items to start there that I use. I feel like I use these items um, as far as spices more often. And of course, that's, you know, the basics like salt and pepper, garlic powder, onion powder, oregano, cumin. If I could put cumin in everything, I would. I just love it so much. Um, And I know a lot of people think it smells bad. It does smell like armpits. I agree. But I just love it. (laughs) Um, Basil. And I also love all seasoning blends. I have like a blend that I use from Flax Seasoning, which is a great company that I like. And also there's like this just basic um, seasoning blend that I get that's, um, I think it's Simply Organic is the name of the company. And I just use that too, just to kind of get some flavor in any type of dish, mainly like stir fries and things like that. I also use chili powder and curry powder a lot too, because I'm always making a curry. I just love curries. And um, that's what we eat as a family too, a lot. So those are the main um, spices that I keep in the kitchen. And those are things that I use for just, I see myself, I cook of course every day. So these are the items that I feel the ingredients that I use the most when it comes to seasoning out food. So on the secondary shelf that's in the cabinet um, that I use, um, turmeric, I use that a lot in curry dishes. Um, I love, <clears throat> excuse me, I love Indian food. So I use that a lot in Indian food. Um, cayenne, cinnamon, ginger, thyme, um, rosemary, liquid smoke. If you're not familiar with liquid smoke, it's just basically <laughs> just like it sounds. It's just a lot of times, you know, when you eat like collard greens and things like that. Um, when I was growing up and still even to this day, my mom used to always put ham hocks in our collard greens. But instead of using that, I use liquid smoke, which gives it like a nice smoky flavor without using any animal products. So I use that sometimes um, if I want to make some, you know, like black eyed peas or something like that or collard greens or things like that I put that in there so that's on the secondary shelf as well and I also use paprika I think I said rosemary already I use that and um, cocoa powder so those are the items that I use so as you can see the only thing that probably seems different is the liquid smoke everything else is probably items that you have in your kitchen right now. And it does take some time to shift your mindset, you know, to getting used to cooking differently. But I feel like these days I'm using a lot of everyday ingredients in the food that I try to make for my family. Not only does it save money, of course, but it's just a lot easier for other people when I share recipes to find what what I um, talk about in the recipe, they're easier to find. So what I want to do quickly too is because since we're talking about pantries and she was more so concerned about spices, I do want to go ahead and talk about some other ingredients that I always try to keep on hand because I think it's so important to have a well-stocked pantry so that you're able to, you know, put some quick meals together, save money long-term and just feel really, really confident about this journey. So here's some of the items that I like to use as far as having in my well-stocked pantry. Of course, it varies from family to family, but I just want to share some of mine. Um, Canned tomatoes. I always have to have (laughs) at least uh, two cans of tomatoes. It's just really handy to have those as well as canned coconut milk. I use that because I love curries. Like I mentioned before, we eat a lot of those. So the canned coconut milk comes in handy for that. And also it makes a great whipped topping too. If you put your can in a refrigerator and, um, you know, for overnight and take it out and, 
uh, whisk it together, not whisk it, but uh, use a hand mixer with some powdered sugar. It just makes a great whipped topping for desserts too. So coconut milk is just, I just love it a lot. And one of my friends too, she actually mentioned that you can make a great sour cream with that as well. And I'll put that, um, those instructions that she gave me on the show notes for you. And you can also get it at brownvegan.com as well. So I'll make sure I put that there so you can, I haven't tested the recipe yet, but it sounds great for vegan sour cream. So I think that you'll like that. Um, as far as flowers, I use all purpose flour and I have a gluten-free, uh, all purpose flour too, that I use. And, um, quinoa i buy that in the bulk section but i know in the store they a lot of the stores now they have like you can buy it in boxes and it's really accessible to get quinoa now which is awesome so i buy that i usually you know um i noticed that it was cheaper to buy it in the bulk section and i just measure it out it usually costs about mm, about five dollars or so and it'll last us for a little while rice we always have rice um black rice um brown rice i'm not the biggest fan of brown rice but you know i'm trying to acquire a taste for it <laughs> our favorite rice is jasmine rice of course i love rice so we buy a lot of that oatmeal grits canned beans um like kidney beans um chickpeas all of that we try to have that on hand at all times tahini which is basically just sesame paste I like to, the kids love hummus, so I always make that for them really quickly. So I always have tahini on hand. Um, actually, that's more so in the refrigerator, though, because um, once you open it, I think I usually keep mine in the refrigerator. I don't think you have to, though, but I do keep it there. Um, peanut butter, maple syrup, soy sauce, agave nectar, um, red vinegar and apple cider vinegar. Keep those on hand. Also for breadcrumbs, I don't usually use like traditional breadcrumbs. I use this. It's made out of um, cornflakes, which is really awesome, too, because it's gluten free. I'm not I'm not a gluten free household, but I try to do a lot of gluten free things um, as a family, mainly because my youngest son has a gluten intolerance. That's the only reason why I'm not um, like really strict about everyone else not eating gluten. But he is the one that I have to watch out for. So I just have made some changes because it was necessary for our house. But the cornflakes. um crumbs are pretty good so if you try those those are awesome um as far as pastas i use like spaghetti um elbow macaroni all of those different pastas i usually use the quinoa ones or target actually i don't know if you guys have tried it but target has a great um gluten-free pasta that i think it's made out of rice and corn it's pretty good i like that one um, spaghetti sauce and sun-dried tomatoes are some other two ingredients. But finally, nutritional yeast is just a great source of B12. Um, a lot of vegans consider it like a cheese alternative, which is pretty good. And it just makes your sauce nice and creamy. And it does kind of give it a cheese flavor, but not really. <laughs> but it's a great alternative to cheese and it helps to thicken up sauces. And it's just a great source of vitamin B12 as well. So out of everything I just named, I'm sure the nutritional yeast is probably the only thing that's in the pantry that you don't recognize. Everything else is just pretty much ingredients that you use on a daily basis, probably right now. I mean, that you're probably using right now. So it's not that huge of a difference as far as my pantry. Now, of course, like I said, it, you know, just depends on your family. But for ours, I feel like this are these are some of the items that we use on a frequent basis in our house and that uh, make things a lot easier for us in this journey. 
So, yeah, that's pretty much it. And like I said, I'll make sure that I have um, all of the information on my blog so that I'll leave a link directly to the post on the show notes so that you'll be able to take a look at all of those ingredients. But as far as how much I buy of what, it really depends on what it is. Like rice, I buy a lot of that in bulk because we eat it a lot. We, We love stir fries and I love stir fries mainly because it's so versatile. You can do so many different things with the stir fry. You know, I, one day I can have it with tofu. The next day I can just have all vegetables. The third day I can have it with seitan. The fourth day I can have it with tenpeh. Just so many different things you can do with stir fries. So that's why we eat a lot of those. So we just usually eat it with like rice or quinoa. So those things, I feel like I buy more of those than say flour. I don't really bake as much these days. I used to bake a lot, but I really don't as much. So a five pound bag of flour will last us for a while. So I really don't feel like we need to get a whole lot of that. Um, Yeah. So like oatmeal and grits and things like that. I buy that in bulk because I'm really simple when it comes to breakfast. And most days we have like oatmeal (laughs) or the kids will have cereal or something like that. So I do buy that in bulk. Overall, I feel like everything else I buy in standard size, I'm just a big believer in just buying what I need because I don't like wasting wasting money or wasting ingredients. So uh, I don't really think that you have to go out and get the, you know, the huge, you know, Sam's Club or Costco size of everything. You could just start off with what you, you know, what you would normally buy as far as your fa- based on your family size. So Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I really think that, you know, I try to use, like I said, a lot of everyday ingredients and you just have to figure out what works for you. But those are the staples that are in our pantry. And yeah, you can start small. Don't feel like you have to do everything overnight. Just get comfortable, get confident, because I know when you're feeding your family, it's completely different than just feeding yourself when you're trying to go vegan altogether. So, yeah. That's pretty much it. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm really working on getting back on the schedule. If you have any questions that you want me to answer in a future podcast or privately by email or, you know, you need some more tips and information, be sure to visit my blog at brownvegan.com. I have uh, my YouTube channel and a lot of recipes on there and a lot of information that you can get on there as well. Also, make sure that you get on my newsletter because um, sign up for my newsletter. Every week I like to send out tips and recipes and information on how to get started on a vegan journey. So definitely sign up on the blog. You'll see it as soon as you get on there's on the right hand side of the blog. You can sign up there and also under each blog post. There's a link as well. So, yeah, that's it. Thank you so much again. And I will see you. Well, I will talk to you (laughs) very soon with another episode. Have a great day.